With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Grizz Den Podcast 2021 offseason is presented by Walker Financial Management. John Morant is an NBA superstar and the engine of the Grizzlies offense, but he would be the first to tell you it takes consistent support from teammates, coaches, trainers, and advisors for him to be the most successful on and off the court. In the same way, small business owners are the engines of their companies and wear lots of hats. Walker Financial Management exists to support owners of small to medium-sized businesses, specifically in regards to bookkeeping. They offer customizable solutions like transaction categorization, monthly financial statement preparation, accounts receivable, and payable management, payroll, CFO services, and more. If you or someone you know is spending too much time, money, or stress on bookkeeping, find peace of mind by by visiting www.walkerfm.com to schedule a free consultation with a certified bookkeeping professional today. Again, that's www.walkerfm.com. Welcome to another episode of the Grizz Den Podcast. Season is inching closer, and we want to take a closer look at the schedule. Ty and Brantley are both in the house. What is up, Tyus? It's just Ty. What up, BD? Let's go. All right. So we're going to be doing our second annual schedule snake draft, where we're going to try to select... The best games, we're doing four rounds of this, so there'll be 12 total games selected. We'll see who has the best slate of games at the end of this draft. But I want to start and give you guys some information and try to educate you a little bit about the schedule coming up uh, because it's an interesting one. First of all, Guys, do you know how the NBA schedule is created? Do you know the format that is followed every single year? If I you don't, don't, I'm going to tell you. Please Can you give us a multiple choice. I'm, no, I'm oh. literally sitting on the edge of my seat. All right, so here's he how is. He is. All right, so as we know, we have five teams in a division. We play each of those four opponents in our division four times a year. That's 16 games. That's just part of the schedule every year, no matter what. 
we also play four games against six out of division but in conference opponents, which make up twenty four games. So six teams in our conference that aren't in our division, we play four times. And that leaves uh, however many teams. Let's see. There's a certain three games against the remaining four conference teams that aren't in that four-game bracket. There's a five-year rotation that determines who we play only three times versus four. Pretty interesting. Um, And then there are two games against each team in the opposing conference every year, which make up 30 games. So you add up 16 games against in-division, 24 games against uh, four teams outside of your division but in your conference, three games against the remaining conference teams that you didn't play four times, and the two games against each team in the Eastern Conference in the Grizzlies' case. That adds up to 82 games. You all learned something today. Love it. All right, so doing some analysis on the Grizzlies' schedule, I'm going to run through some bullet points that I took from a bunch of different sources that look at this schedule and unpack it. Our very first game is at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers on October 20th. So show out to that game. Um, The Grizzlies, since they moved to Memphis, have not been very successful in openers. We are 3-17 in our opening games. 3-11 at home. Not great. Um, Hopefully Cleveland adds to the win column. We have... After that very first game against Cleveland, a four-game West Coast road trip right after the home opener. Uh, The longest uh, road, I guess, set of road games we have is four, and it happens three times during the season. One of those is that very first stretch that I just said. Um, We have seven nationally televised games this year. However, four of those are on NBA TV, which I don't really count. Um, so we basically have three that are on ESPN or TNT. And the first one is on the October 27th at Portland, which is in the first month of the season. And there's actually only one. This is the only national televised game in the first 44 games. So the other six are happening after the, uh, we cross the halfway point of the season. The Portland game, right? Yeah. The Portland game on the 27th of October. Um, okay. So November is the strongest home uh, month. There's 10 games at home versus five on the road. Within that stretch, we actually on the road play our first game against the Southwest Division opponent. That's in New Orleans on November 13th. Um, in December, we have our very first four game homestand. And kind of like the four, three sets of four away games are our like longest away stands. This is, uh, uh, we have three different four-game home stands throughout the season. And those are our, kind of the longest time we'll be at home. Uh, January is actually the strongest national TV month, which also includes that MLK game we have every year on TNT against Chicago. It's happening in January. February is going to be the toughest month for home versus road games. We have, only have three at home and seven on the road. Um, the reason why there's not a ton is because the All-Star break, however, is right in between. So it's not the worst time to be playing a lot on the road because you have that built-in break uh, for about a week there. In March, we have our final four-game road trip and our final four-game homestand all in the same month. So we're either going to be out on the road or at home in March. In April, which is the last month of the season, get this, our final five games against Phoenix, 
at Utah, at Denver, against New Orleans, against Boston. It's kind of a brutal stretch in the season, but also there's a lot of playoff implications potentially. So you kind of want to be in that mix where you have an opportunity to control your own destiny. We have 14 back-to-backs. Four of those back-to-backs are in January. Uh, The split of how those back-to-backs are in home versus road. Uh, Home and home are six of the 14 back-to-backs. Road and road are five of the 14. Home, then road are two. And then road, then home is is the last one there. That's how the back-to-backs go. And then I mentioned at the top, you know, you have three games against in-conference opponents for a few of them. And uh, the, th- the, the teams that we have only three games against in our conference are Phoenix. Two of those are at home. Utah, only one of those is at home. Sacramento, only one at home. And OKC, we have two at home there. So Phoenix, Utah, Sacramento, and OKC are the teams that we only have three games against. All right. With all of that said, we are going to jump into the snake draft portion of the program, and I'm going to turn it over to Ty Smith, who has the number one pick in this draft. Ty. Well-deserved and well-earned. That's right. To, uh, yeah, just, yep. So my number one pick is the second-to-last game of the year. We play New Orleans at home. And I think that game could be big for playoff stuff. Um, the last game of the year is against Boston at home. Who knows what will be happening there. They probably won't be good enough to be like resting people either, so that could be a big game. But I think us in New Orleans, I think there's a chance that like the winner of that game may. I mean, I, again, we thought this last year, New Orleans was terrible. Um but there could be like a, hey, whoever wins this avoids the play-in. I don't really know. But I think that game could mean a lot. And I think that it is at home on a Saturday night. I think it's going to be rocking. I think that game is going to be so much fun. So that's my number one pick. That's your first pick? It's first my, pick. It's on my number list. one pick. It's on my list. All right. That's my T-Law, my Trevor time Lawrence. is TBD. Yeah. They don't even know. Prime time, baby. playing that game. Prime time. They could flex it. Four nine, flex eighth national televised game. Um, all right, my first pick, Utah Jazz, January twenty eighth. Mm. Only time they're at home. Not only is it going to be a great game, but Tony Allen is getting his jersey retired, and that's going to be my first pick. It's Utah on January twenty eighth. Shout out, got to get out there for TA. Well, fast follow yep. December eleventh, mm-hmm. which is um. Four days after my birthday when I turned 35, my boy Zebo is getting his jersey retired. And we play the Rockets, so not as entertaining as a game. No, but that but those are my top two. I'm there for I'm there I'm there for the Zebo. So I'm there for everything that can happen. I, you know what I should have done on this was actually like married up the giveaway schedule with this. I, I Ooh, yeah. I didn't this even is, consider is, the jersey. This is a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's still going to be a good glad game. y'all hit them there. <laughs> um, I have a couple options that I'm going to go with, but uh, you know, this is just going to be salty. I'm gonna I'm gonna put November 26 on the list. That's when our friends the Hawks visit. Mm, that was my number two. That was my time. number two. It was on my list, and I can't wait just to like 
keep the just rivalry going. That's the real thing. New Orleans is fake news because they're not even good, but the Hawks are the real deal. And it takes me back to last that's year. Salt, man. When we played them at home and they beat us, and you could see Ja Morant after the game mouthing y'all trash to them as they walked off the court, and it was awesome, even though they beat us. But that's a game. All right, I'm gonna take the MLK game because it's always one of the just the coolest experiences yeah, that, that you can awesome have almost. in Memphis. And it's TNT. They make it a huge deal. It's like the premier game on everybody has work off, or you should. And um, it's going to be a great, great time again. And hopefully we can we, – we, I think, experienced the worst possible MLK game in history. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty terrible. It was awful. And not only are you playing your conference rival, but you just get run out of the building no good. by Nicolo Melli. Um, I'll always hate him. But hopefully Chicago this year will be a lot more competitive because they're actually good. And hopefully at that time we're also too and get up for that game. Always fun to see what jerseys they're going to wear, wear as well. Um, just a great all-around game. All right, Ty, your second pick. So y'all, yeah, y'all have cleaned house on Thanks. all of my other ones. Um, a game that I had written down because I'm just really interested in how I feel like we play this team well and they just made it to the NBA Finals. Uh, we play Phoenix at home on a Friday night on November the 12th. Decently early in the season. Um, last time we played them at home, Jaw went berserk. Um, it was such a fun game. Um, I just, I'm really interested in Phoenix. I just think that's going to be a really fun Friday night home game in the forum. So That's going to be fun. Ty, I regret to inform you, you have another pick. Snake draft. Wait, how many how many rounds is this? Four. Two more. Oh Lord. <laughs> we can pause it. You can come back. No, you know what? I'm no, I'm I'm ready to roll. I'm gonna go opening night against oh, Cleveland. I thought it was gonna come around. Definitely not. I'm uh <laughs> I'm excited about this game. I think the whole Evan Mobley's awesome and he's I would rather have him than Jaron Jackson because we've never seen him. I think Jaron's going to put that to bed real early, and I think Jaron's going to hit like six threes, block like five shots, and be like, yo, dude. It's really impressive, though, when it does not matter at all. Like, Cleveland might be like the 30th most interesting team in the league, and yet opening night makes it all of a sudden just like the most must-watch game because you're just back. It's back. So, yeah, not a bad pick. Um, all right. I have a couple I'm choosing between. Um, I think that the, the game, the home game around the Christmas season when everybody is in town is a really fun one because it can get rocking. And this time it's against the Lakers on the 29th of December. Uh, you would think that they're going to be uh, geared up and ready to actually make run after a disappointing season last year. They're going to have Russell Westbrook on their team. Uh, and it's just always fun when the Lakers come to town, especially when we beat them. So that's going to be my third pick. So this may be technically the wrong game for the theme that I'm going for here, but I'm picking the first game after the All-Star break on February 24th because as I'm sort of predicting that Ja might be on the outside looking in on the All-Star break, and so he's going to be coming back with a vengeance. 
Culver wow. Revenge game too. And it's a Culver Revenge game. I hope that I'm wrong. I just sort of think that it may be one year too early for him um, in the Western Conference this year. And so basically my theme is that I think that he's going to have some revenge games maybe even before that date. Uh, like, but this I is just, a this is a high volatility pick. It's very high because yeah. what if he makes the game? Then, well, then, he, like, then he's going to come back and he's going to be like, "I belong." Okay, your spin zone. Yeah, I'm good. Um, and then my last pick is just going to be October 27th, which is the first nationally televised basketball match um, that the Memphis Grizzlies play in against the Portland T Blazers. Um. Because we're gonna show up to show out. That's it. This All concludes right, 10, my fantasy schedule draft. Wow, there are lots to the left on my board, and man, this is very difficult. I really need to make a decision here. Okay, um, I'm gonna go March eighth which is the a nationally televised home game. It's the first one we have against the Pelicans um, at home, and it happens to be on TNT. I'm going to go New Orleans on March 8th. That's a right around the time where you enter the fourth quarter of the season. Things are getting very heated. As Ty pointed out, that last second-to-last game could mean a lot, but I think that this home game in particular is going to be super important not only because it's nationally televised, but because there's still time left in the season for teams to decide where they want to take it. And so I feel like you have to have a Pelicans game on the schedule at this point, and uh, that's that's the one I'm picking. Nice. I'm going to go – I'm going to round us out with uh, December 13th, Philly, Ben Simmons revenge game when he becomes a Grizzly. I'm just kidding. Oh my, um, my last one, I'm going to go March 28th against Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, big time home game, I think there against the Dubs. Um, I Clay think could be healthy too. I think the Warriors are going to be like really good, um, and I think that game would be super fun, and it'll kind of be like push for the playoffs. Very similar to last year, we played them in the play-in in their house, and I think the form's going to be rocking. I think that'll be a really fun game. Wow, we have a lot to look forward to. Are there any that you had on your list that we didn't mention? I have a couple. Uh, the first one was Dallas. It's Friday night on ESPN, January 14th. It's the game before the MLK game. So we have two back-to-back nationally televised. If you remember the last time Luka Doncic played in FedEx Forum, it was pretty much like the worst ending you could possibly imagine. So there's sort You of were a, at that game, weren't you? No, 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 I wasn't. But I was oh. just like, I was watching. Um, I don't know why I thought you went to that game. I, I'm so glad I didn't. And... It's a Maybe nine- we talked about going. Oh, I think we definitely did. We want to see Luca, but yeah. there's a 9 p.m. start time here, mm. and so that gives a lot of chances for maybe some Beale Street um, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Fans are going to be rowdy walking over from Silky's. Um, so, and I think that could be fun. We've recorded a podcast there, front of the pod. We have uh, <laughs> Silky, good dude. I think we should. Explore sponsorship. Yeah. Um, Jacob, will you get on that? Thanks. We also host the Brooklyn Nets on March 23rd. It's on ESPN. The only time we're going to see them at home. Kind of surprised that one wasn't taken. Bucks, defending champs. Only time we see them at home is a Saturday night in March. 
and the rest of the picks that I had on my board got taken. Any others? I'm ready to talk about our bets. All right. Tune in. So is Ty. Tune in to the next podcast, and we're going to have a fun game for us um, to play, and you're going to love it.